Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Houdat Discussion powered by Overtime Media and this is going to be another preseason edition of the Houdat Discussion as now training camp is over but that's obviously a really good sign because now we're going to finish up the preseason and then it's the regular season and it's really time to go. It's go time now for these Saints and now this episode we are just going to recap training camp preview the Saints versus Jets game and we're gonna have a lot of fun with that so I just want to say guys as the season starting I just can't wait for it obviously here at the Houdat discussion we are going to be doing a lot of great stuff during the season we're hoping for maybe some new segments here during the season maybe for the preview or recap but I think that this is going to be a really fun season and I just can't wait to just go through every game and hopefully it ends obviously the way we wanted to after last year and the year before with a few heartbreaks hopefully this year ends with a parade in new orleans and just with the lombardi back in new orleans that's really the main thing and i think that there's a real possibility of that now obviously we're not going to do our full season preview we will be doing that after our last preseason game we're just going to have one episode after our preseason the last preseason game and I'm just going to talk about all season preview stuff. So that is obviously going to be really fun. But we're not there just yet. We still have two more preseason games. And I think that we are just going to get right into this preview here. And then we'll finish with a recap of training camp. And I think we're going to start off here with, as we always do with our notes. And then we'll go into our group by group preview here. And obviously, we're not going to go through like which side is better, like who's who is the edge of quarterback, Jets or Saints. No, we're going to be doing just just looking at the Saints here and looking at a storyline for every group. So that's obviously going to be really really fun. So I think we should just get right into some notes here, and we're going to start off with our just quick notes as the game will be going on 7:30 Eastern time, 6:30. Central time here, it'll be playing on Saturday, and just some quick injury updates here. Devin Ozigbo is questionable, along with Craig Robinson's also questionable take, and that's really good that Craig Robinson, nothing big is happening to him. He probably will be ready for the season. He, nothing serious, that, that's really what it is, the prognosis is for him, so he will probably be back for, I don't know, if he, I think he'll be back for the regular season, he probably won't play on Saturday and you probably won't play on the next Thursday against the Dolphins so that's going to obviously be very very interesting there and also Ted Ginn is also questionable so those are the really three main questionable now some Saints players may not play but I think everyone's going to play the Saints are almost at full strength especially the starters looking at the starters right now Ted Ginn's the only one that's questionable everyone else is healthy this is really what the Saints team is going to be now their depth especially at the offensive line has been a little tested but overall this is what your team is going to be like, and that's not a bad thing. This is great. This is what you want to see. You want to see everybody healthy, coming out of training camp. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's ready to go. Play these last two games, and then let's get started. You don't want some preseason injuries. The Jets had a big preseason injury with their starting linebacker, Avery Williamson, going down. You saw last week the Chargers, who we played, had a big injury. So, you just want to get it out of here with no injuries. Cam Newton just got injured. That's obviously going to be really big. He may not be able to even play the first game. That's going to be interesting with his sprained ankle, I believe. So that's very, very interesting here. That no injuries. That's very, very good. I believe it's not just interesting. It's very, very good. And I can't 
wait for just this team healthy going in. It's going to be a fun year. It should be a very, very good team. A lot of returning starters, a lot of good players. But overall, this team will not be injury-free. The Saints are uh, projected to win the game. They're favored. But, I mean, what does that really tell you here? But that is the prognosis that this that the betters and the pick center is going to put up at ESPN that's just what they feel and then also looking at some quick news from the Jets Tremaine Johnson probably won't play their star cornerback who had a really bad year last year he is questionable but overall the Saints probably will be seeing a lot of the Jets starters with obviously Sam Darnold Le'Veon Bell may play may not it's yet to be seen but that I think will be a good test for us if he does play if he doesn't we will probably see more of like Bilal Powell for the Jets here. So that will obviously be a, still an okay test for this defense. And then also their starters, Robbie Anderson, will be going out there and playing as well as like Jermaine Crowder. All those guys are playing and they'll be in and their whole offensive line will be in there. But they are a little banged up. So they may not 100% play, but they probably would. If it was a regular season game, they probably would play. But just listening to some New York radio this morning, they were saying that they may not play just because they are a little banged up. So with Osimile and players like that for the Jets. But overall, they'll probably be at mostly, so they're probably at like, they're at a good strength of health. I think the Saints are as well, knock on wood for that. But overall, I think that's going to do it for our just quick notes here. And we're going to get on to our preview. But before we do, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. So welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. And now we are going to do our in-depth group by group preview here as we're going to go through each group and just say one storyline or maybe multiple storylines about these groups i think some groups you have still a lot of storylines a lot of questions around i wouldn't say a lot but a few and then some groups you really have no questions like you're looking at offensive line linebacker no questions there you kind of just if they can do what they're doing into the season that's just really what you want to see from these guys not really many questions quarterback i think you're gonna have a few questions just because obviously drew Brees. It's his first game, and it's going to be his only preseason games here. It's going to be this one against the Jets. So that's obviously going to be just a question to see how he looks. Skill position players, they're going to need quite... I think this is really, for the first time in a very long time in the Sean Payton-Drew Brees era, your skill position players are questions, and they're pretty big questions. I mean, besides Michael Thomas, Alan Kamara, and Jared Cook, who can you really trust on this team? And I think that's going to be really interesting going forward. And then defensive line, you obviously want to see... A few more questions. There are a few question marks, and you want to see more. Same with the secondary there. But we'll start off with the quarterbacks, and that's going to be Drew Brees here. Can he keep that velocity up, accuracy from last year? Can he throw that deep ball accurately? I've been looking in training camp, and I see a very, very healthy Drew Brees. His arm looks powered up, ready to go. It looks like no big drop off. It's not. I don't think he's going to fall off the cliff. That's just what I feel. But there, he's never played in the game. So now we'll see what he does in game action against the Jets here. I'm expecting a good performance. I'm expecting them to convert in the red zone because of Breeze. I want to see if Breeze's chemistry with Eric McCoy. You obviously want to see that. You want to see Breeze's chemistry with the young receivers, which I think will all be there. It's not a big question in my mind, but just because this is his first game, you want to see if it's still there. He is 40 years old. He's definitely on the back end of his career. I think we could all agree with that last few years here. If this is not his last year, we'll see, obviously. But we want to see if he could still go out on top, or not maybe not go out, but play a good season on top and see what he can do here. He was an MVP candidate last year. He was top two there. He was the second person in the voting. So let's see if he can continue that this year. 32 touchdowns, five picks last year. He's got to continue that. 
and hopefully he has a really good season. Hopefully that mid-passing game like they did last year was really successful when they had Mike Thomas, Alvin Kamara. That will probably continue into this year. But it, we want, I also want to see the deep ball. I want to see more from that as well. That's where the Saints were at their most explosive when they were able to take the top ball off the defense with Ted Ginn and stuff like that. So that's obviously really big there. So that's really what it is for quarterbacks. But before we get into our running backs and skill position players, I do want to talk about the backup. Kind of now it's going to be a battle, backup battle here. Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater. Obviously, you want to see more from Teddy Bridgewater against his former team that he only played last preseason with. I obviously want to see more from Teddy. I want to see what he can do definitely against... It's going to probably be backups, but still, I want to see what he can do against another team if he can play better than last week. Hopefully, he's over the sickness that he had and he's ready to go. If he's not looking like he did in week one, if he's looking like what he did in week two, I think there are a little question marks, especially going into the season. And then, obviously, you want to see if Taysom Hill can continue what he did last week. He shredded the Chargers' backups, and you want to see if he can do that again. I think it was his best game as a pro. So if he can continue that, that would obviously be really big, not only for Taysom Hill, but the Saints to have another reliable backup. It's obviously really, really strong to have three reliable backups that can potentially start a game. That's all what you really want to see there. But you want to see more from the same from Taysom Hill. You obviously want to see more from the same from Drew Brees in the years past, and you want to see uh, back to form with week one from Teddy Bridgewater preseason week one. That's just what I feel there. So now let's move over to the skill position players. That's running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. And what I want to see most is just a breakout skill position player, breakout wide receiver is really what I'm looking for that can split out wide and not only go in the slot, but maybe even outside too. You got to see more here because really at this point, you'll take a slot receiver, you'll take an outside receiver because you could always put Michael Thomas in the slot. It's obviously not what you want to do. You'd rather have him outside. But if he's playing in that slot and you could have two good outside receivers with Mike in the middle, that's obviously going to be really big. But if they can't get that big outside receiver, and obviously you'd much rather have a good slot receiver because Michael Thomas, to me, is better on the outside. So that's just what I'm feeling there. Is it going to be Emmanuel Butler? He did nothing in the preseason game. He actually dropped the ball, and I think they just had an incomplete bad throw by Teddy there. But that's just what it was. He didn't have a good game. Obviously, he had a great training camp, and you can't obviously take that all from him. But people are going in, and they're just putting him, penciling him in, as in that 53-man roster. And I just don't see that right now, right away. I I think it will be if Keith Kirkwood doesn't play again, because he hasn't played all preseason. He's only played at the beginning of training camp. We don't even know if he's going to make this team. That's going to be, obviously, a a very big roster move if they decide to cut him. That would be really interesting because he hasn't played in the preseason at all. He hasn't really played in training camp that much. He did have and produced last season, excuse me, there, but it wasn't like an amazing season. It was actually pretty sub-level if you were putting any other receiver besides an undrafted free agent. For an undrafted free agent, it was good, but any other receiver was not obviously the best of seasons. So you obviously want to find other receivers. Who's that going to be? Right now, you have three main receivers that I think are definitely going to make the team. You have Mike Thomas, Traquan, and then Ted Ginn. I want to see more from Traquan, too. He's got to be better than he was last year, and at least the same that he was. And I think maybe you can get more, definitely, production out of him. You got to see. I don't even want the same. I want more. I think he could be a better receiver. He was a third-round pick for this team. I think he's got to be better. 
And I'm sorry for saying that I want to be the same. No, he's got to be better. And I think that he will be going into the second year, learning the Sean Payton offense. I think he will be better off for it. So those three guys, to me, are your solidified three. Then whoever goes in those last three spots, I think Devontae Harris probably will take a spot just because he's his special team ability, and he probably will make it in that because he was just amazing with returning the ball, and that's continued into training camp and stuff like that and practices. So he had one bad day of frustration. But besides that, he was very, very good. And Marcus Sherrills hasn't played at all. So that's going to be interesting. I really want to see Sherrills was out on the practice field for the first time yesterday in the last day of training camp. But that's really what it is there from Sherrills. You obviously end Harris. I think he'll make it probably over Sherrills right now, even though Sherrills does have the veteran leadership. We'll have to see. Maybe in the last two preseason games, we see more from Sherrills and he's able to take that spot right up away. But right now, I think Harris probably earns that spot. And then also, then you really have two spots. Who's it going to be? You were thinking Kirkwood at the beginning of the season. Now, I don't know because he hasn't played at all and other receivers have shown other things. Emmanuel Butler, he's the guy that's shown out in training camp. I probably He's probably going to be on the roster, let's put it that way. I don't pencil him in there, but I definitely want to see more from him. Austin Carr, to me, has a good shot. He got a big pep talk from Drew Brees, so that's obviously really good for him and his ability to make the 53-man roster. He obviously has familiarity with this team. That's really, really good. So overall, I think he probably will make it. Probably be those two. Cyril Grayson, that puts him on the outside, and that would put Keith Kirkwood on the outside. Maybe if Keith Kirkwood comes out, plays really, really good in the last two games, maybe, and then is able to make the roster, that's very, very good for him. Then I think that it's probably Butler that goes, but maybe it's Harris because you have Sherrills. You're obviously not going to have Sherrills and Harris on the roster, so you're going to have to pick one of them to see which one's better. And whoever that is, to me, it's going to be interesting who they pick because that's probably who's going to put... Keith Kirkwood on the roster or Emmanuel Butler will probably be up to them. You could have both of them. I don't think you should. I probably would roll with Butler if Keith Kirkwood doesn't play. Let's just say they say he's not playing in the preseason, but he'd be ready for week one. I've got to go Butler. Butler, we've seen what he can do. And also we've seen what Keith Kirkwood can do, but not this season. And he wasn't like the amazing receiver last season. He didn't get a lot of separation. He was good in the red zone, but you could have a lot of guys that are good in the red zone. I feel like Butler is also really good in the red zone. So that's just what I feel there. But we got to see a wide receiver breakout here. Is it going to be Butler? Is it going to be Carr? Maybe it's Cyril Grayson. Maybe it's Jordan Humphrey. But we got to see someone here. And I think it's obviously possible that Butler goes out, has a really good game, solidifies his roster spot. But I wouldn't call it solidified right now. I want to see more from him. I want to see with him in the first team. I want to see with him in the second team. That's any receiver, really, right now that wants to make this roster. You got to be able to play with both first and second teams here. And especially if injuries happen, you got to have good chemistry with Breeze. And obviously the other quarterbacks just in case of an injury there. But that's just what I feel there from like the skill positions. Tight ends, same thing. We really haven't seen Alazi Mack that much. So you want to probably that puts Dan Arnold in the roster. So you want to see more from him. That's going to be really interesting. Obviously you have Jared Cook and Josh Hill. I don't really have to see much for them. I would like to see a lot of Jared Cook because he didn't do that good this preseason. But Drew Brees wasn't in there. And now Drew Brees is in there. So let's see what he can do as well but i think that really wraps it up for the skill position players to me there is still question here and we'll see what they can do to try to solidify that going into the week three of the preseason now going over to the offensive line they just got to keep it up they've been playing great really what i gotta say here is there's not really much eric mccoy has played very very good 
you'll want to continue that if you're him. If he's going to do what he was able to do in the first two preseason games, that's probably better than what they had last year. That's just really the facts. Max Unger was a great player, but he was older, just like it was like Zach Streif. The Saints got an upgrade in 2017 with Ryan Ramchek. Even though Zach Streif was a great player, and he did a lot of great things for the Saints, he'll probably be in the Saints Ring of Honor, all that fun stuff. But Ramchek was better for that season. And I think it's probably the same thing here with McCoy. Also, the depth is there. You have guys like Patrick Omame, who got signed during the training camp period, and he's done really, really well in some roles here. He even played a little with the first team and did very, very well. That was good. You have Cameron Tom. He's doing good. Nick Easton has been very, very solid in training camp. Marshall Newhouse has been pretty solid. Chris Clark obviously got hurt. That is obviously sad, but that's, to me, what it is here. The Saints are coming in with very, very good depth at the offensive line. Very, very, very good starters. Pro Bowl starters all the way around. They just got to keep it up at this point. And to me, not many questions. I don't think any questions for this offensive line. So not really much to talk about, especially in preseason games. But before we get into our defensive line group, where maybe we do have a little more questions, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. And now we are going to preview the defense going into the third preseason game against the New York Jets. And we'll start off with probably the most divisive of the groups here with questions going into this game. And that's going to be the defensive line. Obviously, you want to see more from Marcus Davenport. And now, Cam Jordan will probably play. So you got to see more from Davenport. This is it. To me, this is the game Davenport's got to show out. Or there will be questions, a lot of questions, going into the season about his play. If he can't get pressure for this team going into 2019, this team has a gaping hole at the defensive line spot opposite Cam Jordan. Now, maybe Trey Henderson comes in there, does some really good stuff. He's played the best, I think, most improved going into this 2019 season from training camp. We'll obviously get into him later. He's been an animal basically through the whole training camp. He's been a fast learner, learning new moves, learning new techniques, and he's doing some really good work. You got to give it off to him. So you want to see that continued work by Trey Hendrickson in this game, maybe get a few sacks on Darnold. But then also, I want to see Davenport get a sack. I want to see him use his physicality, use some new moves, and get some sacks. Now, maybe this is an overreaction, or maybe that he'll be fine this year. He'll have an eight-sack season or whatever. But right now, is he even going to get the four-and-a-half that he got last year? Even if he played the full season, he's had some injury issues last year. So we hope that doesn't continue into this year. I hope it does not. But right now, I think he was going to have the potential last year. If he kept on last year before the injury, he was going to have an eight, nine sack season. And you're hoping that that injury didn't affect his explosiveness because it looking like it did. In every game since then, you have seen Davenport. Maybe, I don't think he's a step slow, or maybe it's just game plan. Maybe the other teams are coming in there, they know his moves, he doesn't really have many of them, and they're just going to block his physicality. That's also possible, but I think it's a little more than that. I do think the injury maybe hindered a little bit last year, and I think it hurt his rhythm, if anything, and now we haven't seen much from him in training camp. Really, I really haven't heard his name be called that much, which is not good. You definitely want to see more from him. It's possible that he comes in here, has a three, two-sack, three-sack day, whatever it is, and I shut up. And we don't even have to talk about this anymore. But right now, it's definitely a question mark going into this game. I want to see a lot from him. I want to see more from him. And he is not a complete player yet. I think anyone would say that. And starting him right now, 
I'm not going to say it would be bad, but for a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl, it's just I would like a more veteran to go with him. It's not like he's going to get no reps now. I want him just what happened last year with Alex Okafor. I think he needs more of that before you push him right into a starting job. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he comes up this year, has an eight, nine sack season, as I said. But right now, he's not showing that. Maybe that could obviously change. Preseason's the preseason. I'm not going to overreact. But what he's shown, that's all you can react on, is what he's shown so far. And it's been, I wouldn't say subpar, but it hasn't been up to the level of his play from even last year. So that's just what I'm looking at there. You obviously want to see more from Trey Hendrickson. You want to see more from the interior. You don't see more from them, just more of the same. That's kind of what I mean. From the interior, David Onyemata played really well last week. You want to see that continue. Same with guys like Malcolm Brown and players like that. That's just really what you want to see there from the interior. Exterior, that's really what you're going to see. And I think they'll be fine if they can just get it together. And if Trey Hendrickson's better than Davenport, you got to play Hendrickson here. And um, right now, you got to give it to Hendrickson in his third year jump. He's playing really, really well. And you got to give him a lot of credit for that. Definitely big there moving on to the linebackers again more from the same maybe a little more cohesiveness especially if Anzalone plays get back into that three-man role but they've played so much together I think they'll be fine I mean really good last week they have the depth Caden Ellis has been great and then also you got to look at Craig Robinson who is going to be out probably this week and we don't know if he's going to start the season or not but that's going to be something to look at they just signed Will Compton who could be a Craig Robinson replacement if he's hurt long term or even short term he does a lot of the same things as Craig Robinson plays good special teams so that and he's a former starter just like Craig Robinson so he's a very similar player there and obviously that was a good addition especially if Craig Robinson is hurt for a long period of time it doesn't look that way but he probably won't play until the start of the season which I think is the definitely right move there but it was definitely a good signing to bring in Compton Vince Beagle you hope to see more from him and really just more the same from these guys if they keep up the chemistry keep up with what they've been doing the first two weeks and this whole training camp they'll be in great shape so that's just what I feel there and then finally looking at the secondary again it's gonna be the battle for slot corner I don't think it's been won by anyone yet I think Patrick Robinson we've seen some good seen some bad from him PJ Williams the same from him some good some bad then you have Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who played very, very good last week, but week one was a little shaky. So we'll see. I want to see more from basically all these guys to solidify their spot. P.J. Williams has been good in the slot, but the outside cornerback works and obviously needs a little help there. But he's not going to be playing outside. He's going to be playing inside, and I think he could do that very well. Same with Patrick Robinson. I think he got two starters there, and you got a young rookie so that he can learn off them. Also, Garner Johnson can play safety. He can play outside, inside. He can do so many good stuff that you don't really need him to just be that cornerback right now. You have slot cornerback. You have a lot of other guys. You can place him in the box outside. He, he can be play so many different positions, so he can do, obviously, a lot of good work for this team. And then also just to do the special teams because that will wrap up our offensive and defense, but let's just do a quick special teams. Obviously, you want to see more from Deontay Harris for the returner punter kicker all that stuff good and ready to go you obviously want to see your returner who's it going to be i think it's going to be better than Taysom hill like it was last year but Devonte harris he's going to be really good Devontae harris he's going to be good and then you want to see if marcus charles is ready to play he's been a very he's been like a professional returner his whole career so you want to see that definitely continue with the, with the saints and see what he can do there so that will wrap up our preview of saints versus jets i think they're going to come in play good ball if they play their saints football they're going to come out with the win or at least when drew Brees plays obviously it doesn't matter about win loss but just like they did last week they just didn't make enough mistakes 
They're a very, very good team. If they don't beat themselves, they're going to win a lot of games this year. We all know that. In the red zone, it's been bad. That's got to change. If they have a good red zone, let's say they go 3-for-3 three three in the red zone with Breeze or 2-for-2 two two with Breeze and like 4-for-4 four four overall, something like that, and have a big offensive day, that would be huge. Or you go even 3. I'll take a 2-for-2 two, two for, two for two with Breeze, and then even if they go no 0-for-2 oh the next two, I'll be fine because they have Breeze in there ready to go. But you obviously want to see more from everyone in the red zone. You want to see better because they were very, very good from the red zone last year. And you want that to continue. So... I think we're going to do a quick recap training camp and then go sign off here. So let's start it off here. Quick recap here of training camp. Again, I thought it was a great training camp. I've said this in past weeks. Battling. These two sides of the ball have been battling from the beginning. To me, they look very, very, I'm not going to say even, because I think the offense, I think it's going to be better than the defense and help the defense out a little bit. But they've been able to battle and overall learn for the better. That's just really what you want to see here more learning what they did definitely the coaches were in tune making adjustments everyone looked better in week two to me besides teddy bridgewater everyone besides teddy bridgewater looked pretty good and to me that's just what you want to see from the saints more of the same that they did in training camp you want to see it in the regular season and going back to training camp recapping it you saw a lot of guys come out of nowhere as you go to always for every training camp play very well emmanuel butler obviously trey hendrickson rising from the dead doing some really good stuff you really want to see that. He's been able to be better physically. He's been able to do be better technically. Excuse me, there. And he's been able to come up, do some good stuff. And now he's on his way, not only going to make the roster, he may get meaningful reps for this team. So that's obviously going to be really good to look for for Trey Henderson. you got to give it off to him. Same with Emmanuel Butler, coming up from like Northern Arizona, coming in, doing a really good job. And making this roster would be a huge accomplishment for him. He's shown so much, and he's had a lot of highlight reel plays that we want to see that continue into the regular season and hope he can show it in games. That's just really what we want to see from him. And then other guys, we've obviously seen Eric McCoy has shown out probably he's been the best rookie to me. Best on draft free agent to me would be Butler. And we've seen a lot of, to me, progression by our third-year jump players like Kamara. And I think we've seen a lot in a fourth year from Von Bell, I think he's going to have a big year. He's going to be very good. We've seen Marcus Williams do pretty well. We've seen guys from that draft obviously step up. Marshawn Lattimore looks much better going into this season, more like his first year than his second year to start out the year. That's really what we want to see from him. And really, when you're looking at this offense, Kamara looks very good. Latavius Murray was a pleasant surprise for me. I think he's more of a Mark Ingram type player. I think he can even be better than Mark Ingram in some facets of the game. So that's, I think, going to be really big for Murray to show that during the season. And then we have seen the quarterbacks, especially in the preseason games. We've seen the good sides of Teddy Bridgewater. We've seen the bad sides. Same with Taysom Hill. And now it's time for Breeze to take the reins and obviously be successful like he always is. But even after... Bridgewater's play. I'm pretty confident if Breeze went hurt for one game or two games that the Saints could get some wins with Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill or however they would split that amount of playing time. I think Taysom has seen that he can be a player, a starting QB in this league. I think he's shown that the potential. Now maybe obviously he's not there yet, but he's shown the potential to do that. Teddy Bridgewater, I think he's shown that he's passed that injury and he's ready to man a team. And maybe I know that he didn't show that in week two. But in week one, he showed that, and maybe he can continue that into the third and fourth weeks, and I definitely want to see more from him, obviously, in that. So overall, that's really what this training camp was about. It was about growth. They got To me, they got over the, the uh, no call. And I know Mark Ingram said, he'll never get over it. The Saints will never get over it, and yada, yada, yada. I think this team is on to this year. 
Look what Drew Brees is saying. Look what Mike, Mike Thomas is saying. Look what Cameron Jordan. Look what Kamara is saying. They're all ready. They're all ready for 2019. They're not stuck on 2018. And they're ready to have a really good season. And I think they're ready to go here. And I'm happy that training camp is behind us because now the regular season's right ahead of us. So I just can't wait for that. So overall, really good job by the Saints. They've done a really good job this training camp. They did a really good job to me in the first few games. They obviously learned from those mistakes in the first few games. I know they're one-on-one. They didn't play the best in week one. And maybe the secondary got us a little scared. But week two, they played better. And they fixed a lot of mistakes. And now they're ready to just make even more progressions here. I don't think they're ready for the season just yet. They're not in tip-top shape. But I think after this game, they will be. And they'll be ready to go. Especially when you have your starting quarterback in there. And your starting best defensive player in there. And I think fully, they will be ready to go. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy me, if you enjoy the Hoodat discussion, you should definitely consider following us on Twitter at the Hoodat Disc, on Instagram at Hoodat Discussion, and then also you could subscribe to anywhere you listen to your podcast. We are on there. And you also could comment on any website. Definitely ask questions on Twitter. You can use the hashtag AskTheHoodatDisc so I know exactly you're asking the question to be answered on the show. Thank you to all Saints fans who's listened, and I just can't wait for a great 2019 and hopefully a solid game here against the Jets. We learn more, we progress more, and if we come out with a win, great. So all that's really good. Can't wait to see Drew Brees back out there, and I think that's all really good stuff. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?